0: Today's podcast is brought to you by our drinkers like you. To help support the show, visit patreon.com slash haveadrinkshow.
1: So Japanese and whiskey are not two words that you expect together. At least that was the case a few years back. Now they're winning awards and blazing new trails in the water of life and doing other spirits too. We'll take good spirits wherever we can find it. If only it weren't so expensive. Anyway, sit back and pour a drink. If you can afford it, And have a drink. And
2: go.
0: to have a drink. The show where you learn along with us about what you drink. I'm Brittany Lee Walker. I can't feel my legs.
1: <laughs> and I'm Christopher Walker. Wow. Uh, yeah, no. I'm
2: actually more or less fine. Uh, just having a bad day on the old broken back trail.
0: <laughs> can't feel my legs. I remember that when I was pregnant.
2: <laughs> I Yeah, I can move my legs. I'm fine. I'm not paralyzed. It just sounded funny. Uh <laughs> It, it it is difficult to get up sometimes today, but uh, I blame the weather.
0: I yeah. always blame the weather. I mean,
1: oh uh, well. I mean, when we go from twenty degrees to seventy degrees,
2: mm. yeah, and then giant, giant storm just kind of cuts through your your city, and you're just like, well, buckle yeah. up, buckaroo.
0: Dude, the wind earlier was like bananas.
1: B A N A N A S.
0: Indeed.
1: So <laughs> what has everyone been up to? Uh
2: not a whole lot. I don't think there's been much going on since uh last we saw each other, which was uh the the New Streamathon. Yeah.
1: Yep, New Year's Eve, uh that episode's already up. If you're it's listening to this one you've probably already listened to that one. And we only did the one episode this New Year's Eve. Yeah, I know that was weird. We usually Give you like half a dozen episodes after New Year's Eve. We, we had plans, but they're going to be spread out over some of our stuff. So we'll,
0: yeah. Uh, it was it was good. I missed the Utopius already. <laughs>
1: oh. God, why do you miss it? There's still there's still plenty on the bottle.
0: Don't talk about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not for long. Not with that attitude.
0: <laughs> also, I still want it in candle form.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: From Yankee Candle.
1: It has to be. Like Gotta actua- keep making
0: that joke. Yeah, til. I mean, it, it it works, Bob. It works. Uh,
1: well, you, uh, since then, actually, we have gotten to go see uh, the Star Wars. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Star Wars. <laughs> Fighting the Star Wars. <laughs> and we got to finish up The Mandalorian, so we're caught up on those fronts.
0: Yeah, we being us two, because Bob still has two episodes left. So.
1: But no, yeah. so before our next episode, uh, Bob's gonna have to get caught up there, and that way we're going to have kind of a roundup on drunk talk. It'll be let's drunkenly talk about the Star Wars. <laughs> all
0: right, you
2: guys have to watch all of Clone Wars and Rebels by then.
1: No, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. You can watch two episodes of Mandalorian in that time.
0: We attempted to watch Clone Wars earlier during dinner, and it just was not happening. So no, with the, toddler. Uh, the the
2: first look here's my here's my thing about that. That first season is not great. you got to enact Parks and Rec law.
1: <laughs> so my thought was she, she just went to Disney Plus and hit play. And I was going, oh, yeah, I've seen the first two seasons of Clone Wars already. And as soon as like I, le- I was at an angle and I leaned over to look at the screen and saw the computer animation. And I was like, this is not the first season of Clone Wars. Because I remember the actual first season, which is traditional animation. Mm. okay that's the old Ginty Tartakovsky one that's yeah. it that's they, they unconnected to this and I think they basically just kind of said it's not canon they wiped it yeah, yeah. and that's what I liked I, ha- I had those on DVD and I still wish I had them
2: oh those are those were real good
1: they were uh, they based all the animation on these were like, just little, like, on
2: one-minute episodes, though. So, like they were... Or... Yeah. Well, Something like there
1: that. There were five-minute episodes.
0: Regarding yeah. Furry Viking's question in the chat about the significance of the final episode of The Men of the which Bob has not gotten to yet, I will say, but although I think he actually... You guys talked about it because you you had watched... What, is it from Rebels, I think? Yeah. Um, uh, well, it's from Clone Wars and oh, Rebels. Okay. But... So, um, what, we watched uh, a...
1: Just don't talk about it. Just don't. Just don't. We'll talk. talk we we'll we'll watched a side.
0: Basically, we watch a side video on it, and so j- because of the significance of it, and so we. Because I knew it was. A, I knew was significant,
1: and I'm not caught up on Clone Wars, and yeah. they're like, oh yeah, basically, that this is, if you if you're caught up on Clone Wars, then this is a big thing to you. If yeah. you're not, then you're going, what the hell is this thing?
0: And might I say that? Uh, so aside from like, I listened to the Let's Talk About Star Wars podcast with um, Tom Merritt and. Garrett Wineserl and Jenny Josephson, great. Let's
2: talk about Star Wars. <laughs> no, no,
0: that
2: doesn't work, Mr. Weinzerl. Yeah, not as much. Uh,
0: yeah, but um, that one—that one's great. And that they help fill in a lot of gaps when you don't know, like, literally all the story. But also, um, on uh, the Nerdist had some really good videos that Dan Casey uh, put out some pretty good, great videos about uh, not only the new movies but about like the Mandalorian stuff and and basically breaking down a lot of scenes to just describe things so uh it was was good it is uh whatever we didn't know we tried to get caught up on as much as we could but we are we're all in the same like we're done with the star wars movies situation so i have seen
2: every one of the movies yeah so
1: yeah we are including
2: uh ewok adventures There's that. (laughs) so we were i mean that's gonna feature heavily into
1: our talk
0: obviously yeah
1: well, we're going to talk about getting caught up on Star Wars drunkenly on um, the next episode, where we're also going to be dropping miracle fruit. Yeah, <laughs> getting getting high on flavor. Our tongues are going to Flavor Town.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Uh, what else? What else have been up to? Um,
0: we went to I the don't. aquarium. That was fun.
1: That was fun. Yeah.
0: Uh, our son gets to go to the aquarium for the first time and uh, was pretty pumped about s- random parts of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like mean, we're in a shark tunnel and there's sharks below him, above him, all around him. And he's like, guys, this air vent, holy crap, <laughs> this thing right here, this is awesome. This air vent, guys, have you seen this air vent? Look at this air vent. See, all I'm thinking of is like,
2: yeah, no, I get that kid. Aquariums <laughs> are kind of neat for about a 30-minute walkthrough of like, yeah, fish. That's cool looking. That's generally well, I've gone I to feel. the other end.
1: Yeah. He's pretty stoked about fish. Like the He's
0: actually, yeah, he's really into the when fish When you first tanks.
1: come in, like, the sign when you come in is in an aquarium, and it's just like the Newport Aquarium. There's just, like, silver dollar fish. And he's, like, beating the glass. Like, ooh! <laughs> we're like, these are literally the most boring fish. <laughs> like, your mind is getting ready to just implode. <laughs> and it did.
0: Yeah. He, uh, the, I think the most exciting thing was, like, so at the Newport Aquarium, they have this—I um, uh, don't know what to call it. It's—it's it's like this like half tunnel. <laughs> yeah. It's like this little hole thing that you can crawl really far into, and he—he uh, he was like, holy, gr-. like you could see his face, like, you guys, <laughs> like, like he was trying to touch the fish. Um, and it was it was great because that's like where also the 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 really big stuff is like the sharks and the uh, the stingrays and the, so forth.
1: The giant grouper that came up and was yeah, just like it was literally staring like, at, at him. Yeah, like just saying hi to him, basically. It, it just came up and was like slowly drifted like right to his face and it's just like staring at him. And then he's like, Anyway, these people behind me and we're like, This like massive <laughs> fish just came as he's like staring at you. He came up and he's like, Hey there, Emmett. And you're just like, Anyway, these people, they're pretty great.
0: <laughs> he's so distracted by people. He's just fascinated by watching other people do anything.
1: And that's when I got kind of perturbed, and I was like, you know what? We could have just gone to Target, and he would have been fine. <laughs> it I mean, would have been the same experience to him. Not wrong. I mean,
2: yeah, he's he's a year old. <laughs> like, he's he's not All the experiences are going to be the same for him. <laughs> that trip was for you guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was like, pretty it's... happy about the quesadilla that we all got to share, so... <laughs> the, like,
1: I, $11 quesadilla. Mm.
2: I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that trip being just for for... For you two, rather than for him.
1: But I didn't pet the sharks. He wanted to jump in the tank with the sharks. So <laughs> he was, was like, Whoa. He wasn't
0: even scared. He was just like, "Anyway, I'm go- I'm getting in the water now, guys." And we're like, "No." <laughs> so uh, we got annual passes though. So next time, I feel like it'll be a little bit better for him, at least. So yeah, yeah. That it's it's definitely worth the money to do that. All right. Anyone well. know else is worth you the money. <laughs> uh no,
2: a lot of movies
0: welcome to your blue league movie Jeff Minute presented by DiamondClub.tv for the week of January 6th 2020 I'm your host Big Voice Jay I once gambled my car in Vegas the hearts people were furious Times. Let's go to the scoreboard. <laughs> Team Snowshoes in last place with $256.2 million. Team Gelp is in fifth place with $332.9 million. Team Geek Grills is in fourth place with $341.4 million. Team RMP is in third place with $490.7 million. Team Ava Drink is in second place with $564.6 million. And in first place with $629.2 million, it's Team DKG. Watch your stream team movie jet admit it For up to date
1: listings, follow Stream Team Draft on Twitter. Okay, we have no chance at winning this, but we're still oh. in second place. I'm like, how on earth?
2: Star <laughs> Wars has been underperforming from its projections,
1: and clearly, the Spies in disguise did a little better than than we thought.
2: Yeah. I still think that. <laughs> was I, funny. Like, I'm pretty I sure, know. like fr- Almost
0: all of our movies did not pan out like we were
1: hoping they would, outside
2: of Frozen 2.
0: We are literally making money from Frozen 2 alone. I, <laughs> I,
1: so, no. I don't know. Did Frozen, Frozen 2 is outperformed, like, if you went week by week, Frozen 2 has outperformed Star Wars. That, I was predicting that.
0: Are we all, all box office doing this right now? I'm
1: trying to right now. Okay. Um,
0: I still want to see Frozen 2, too. Also,
1: I want to go see 1917, TBH. Ugh. I mean, yeah, okay.
2: Me, me and Chris are gonna go watch that. Brittany, you can go watch
1: Frozen.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's if fine. you wanted
1: to come up, and we could go see 1917. I think they're showing it in the Dolby Cinema up here.
0: Oh, the Dolby Atmos. Yeah, that was actually pretty yeah. badass. We saw that, Star Wars in that Dolby Atmos theater, and it was like, what?
1: It's like thirty dollars a ticket, but holy we crap! We had a gift card. It's worth it. <laughs> so I was just like, I would pay fifty dollars a ticket. Like every movie I see will be in the Dolby Cinema from now on.
0: Uh, so four hundred fifty-four million uh, domestic. So not bad for Frozen Two,
1: but that's after.
2: It's about Star Wars money right now,
1: <sighs> so they're running neck and neck, mm. and Frozen Two has had like a month head start. Yeah, so Star Wars yeah. is performing better,
0: but it's still like. But given the yeah. time
1: frame for the draft, we got yeah. we got the bigger bang for the buck because we got that buck quicker. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Playmobil—that's
2: been our our big breadwinner. Yeah, right, that's
1: what—that's right. what's pushed us to second place, Kevin. We were holding it because of Wait, Playmobil. What is,
0: what is uh, "Spies in Disguise" made?
2: It's the oh, what's it made? I was gonna say well, you're asking what is it? Is like Will Smith?
0: <laughs> they had a big. Uh, movie. I don't think it, it's uh, bad.
1: They had a big push uh, in promos for it. I know that like they were everywhere a few weeks ago. Spies in the disguise.
0: Um do do Ooh.
1: Ooh, Fifty.
0: <laughs> Fifty million. Oof.
2: Yeah, that's not how long's it been out?
0: Uh since the end of November. Oof. Oh. Yeah, no, everything this we man. picked
2: underperformed.
0: Oh wait, I'm sorry, sorry. Uh that was a different that's uh not really here. So uh, December Christmas. Christmas is how long it's been out. It's still not much better. No. no. It's uh, we didn't right. expect to win this one. This so was really no. a really tricky one.
1: Will Smith did terrible this season at the box office. For anyone keeping track, every one of his movies pretty much bombed. Yeah. Uh, Furry Vikings asking, do you guys think the box office
2: numbers are just going to be lower because of uh, streaming and other reasons? And I was like,
0: not really. I,
2: they're, they're probably going to be lower, but also ticket prices are... Higher, so it, it's I mean, kind of a wash. If nothing else, I, I I do enjoy going to the movies when I can. It's just like the other, like this past week, I went. Was there anything out that I actually want to watch? I forgot 1917 was out, and I was like, oh, I don't think so.
0: Well, I, I still want to see Knives Out as well, but we didn't get that in the draft either.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the other problem though with doing the movie draft. I'm 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 like looking like, at I'm movies that I to didn't get, and I'm like, I don't guess I can't go watch you now.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're like nope, that's uh that's a later problem right now.
1: All right. Well, uh I think uh real quick on uh, the news front or the uh announcements front, we are uh we have hard dates for yeah. uh Oktoberfest Cincinnati. It's the weekend of September 18th. Mm. So mm. there will be uh festivities going on town ta- on in town. And we are definitely going to be uh, trying to host as many fine folks as we can. So we hope a- anyone who wants to come join us for America's Oktoberfest. Uh, still not sure. I've not heard anything on numbers if we've re- retaken our crown as the largest Oktoberfest in the country. Mm. But uh, it's definitely labeled America's Oktoberfest. It's a great time. If you want to come party with over half a million people drunkenly in the streets of Cincinnati and come to Beer City, USA...
2: Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> well, uh, Let's also talk a little bit about some uh, untapped badges.
1: Get r- riggedy, riggedy, wrecked, uh- yeah. son! Yeah.
2: We've got a core badge update. Bum, bum, bum. That time of year again, something you've all been waiting for, and today we're releasing five new sets of badges. Today being whatever this was.
0: It was uh, December, so.
2: it's like last month, but still. Uh... So we're releasing five uh, set of five core badges ready for you to unlock. The badges are as following: wake up and smell the coffee, check into five different beers with the style stout, coffee or por- uh, or porter coffee. It goes
1: up to a hundred.
0: I wonder and why by- only those two.
1: These kind of because you can get be... an
0: IPA with like coffee in it.
1: There aren't very many of those. There's not a whole lot of those. So the the the. Stout and Porter are the most common ones. Yeah, yeah. But this made me realize I need to undo my uh, retroactive check ins whenever they bring up a new badge. It just takes all my check ins and applies anything to those.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I really want to see how quickly I could max these out. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure with retroactive on, it was just like bam, 100. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You drink a lot of coffee beer.
2: Well, there's also. Uh Shake it up. Check into five different beers the sell uh, IPA Milkshop. Yeah. <laughs> Milkshake. Milkshake. <laughs> or IPA Imperial Double Milkshake or Pale Ale Milkshake. Goes up to 100. Oh, you skipped one to.
1: The best named badge. <laughs> Beyond uh, a shadow of a stout.
2: Maybe I just wanted to say shake it up, and I was going to get back to it. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, beyond a Shadow of a Stout, check into any five, beer, five beers of uh, any variant of the style. Stout.
1: Stout. And stout. also. Stout it out loud.
2: <laughs> These are the beers we can't do without. Come, Come on. on. Drinking with you.
1: Come on. I still right. like, uh... Stout! Stout. (laughs)
0: Stout of the Devil.
1: Stout of the Devil or uh, just redoing Animal House. Oh. The shout. Make
0: me wanna stout.
1: (laughs) Throw my hands up and stout. Stout.
0: Drink my beer up and stout. Come on
1: now. Come on now. Stout. Okay. (laughs) Uh. Only, only (laughs) instead of being Morris Day, (laughs) it's just a bunch of fat neck beards.
2: All right, well, you can also pass the guac, check into five beers at five different venues, the category Mexican restaurant. Mm. There's also, you don't know Brett, check into five beers, the style of Brett beer or American wild. Mm. And then you can always vote for the next, the next update. Mm -hmm. Just trying to click to see what's what's currently leading. All the meats is currently (laughs) leading. Check oh. into five beers at a venue of a category of barbecue. Ooh.
1: I thought we that were just gonna makes so me want barbecue. Without knowing that, without looking at first, I was I was starting to think it was gonna be along the lines roush of Roush beers. Not roush beers, but when dogfish oh, beers that taste like ham. When dogfish did the scrapple. Oh and it actually Whoa, they're like point, yeah. they're like, No, there's pork. We we used pork in the mash for this. Because <laughs>
0: 'Cause we're dogfish at and we don't give a crap. Look,
2: that roush beer tasted more like ham than that scrapple.
0: <laughs> beer of fortune.
1: I'm gonna let you guys uh, knock these other two off. I've got to do a refill or a remix. Oh, Okay.
0: Right.
2: Well. Yeah. uh, Brittany, do you want to go ahead and come into the next one?
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. I was like looking at the the other ones listed on here. I was like, these are amazing. (laughs) The names of these. Um, Turkish bath is slowly making its way
2: up this chart. Oh, it's gonna win. Yeah. One Uh, one year, one year, I'm gonna be able to check into Turkish baths.
0: I like the Roman in Romania. Yeah. Uh, great name. Uh the mall rat one is interesting I mean, like, cuz I have to think like how often are you getting beer at a mall?
2: I you know, it's a very uncomfortable position like the back of a Volkswagen. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh okay, so the next badge <laughs> is uh <laughs>
2: just just going to let <laughs> that that old go. Kevin Smith joke go.
0: Yeah. Uh Beer City Sater 2020. Um so this one is for this this one we decided to include. Normally we had stopped doing kind of like the um. The uh, like oh, insert city names you know. Beer,
1: thing. They do this one every year though.
0: Yeah, uh. But so it's the Beer City Brewsader Challenge, So, the craft beer scene in Grand Rapids, Michigan, aka Beer City USA, which is still known as that. We don't know. Uh, continues is that to grow. <laughs> Boasting more than 60 breweries with a 60-minute drive of Grand Rapids, with such a wide variety of breweries along the Beer City Ale Trail, it's no surprise this title was bestowed upon the city. Join those known as Crusaders and embark upon the journey to find the perfect pint of Grand Rapids beer. So, okay, um, I know too
2: much about history to to endorse anything associated with Crusaders, Crusaders right? or not. Seriously.
0: Uh, but so you don't have. To,
2: better look out.
0: <laughs> uh, you don't have to physically go to Grand Rapids, of course, for this one. So that's an, uh, the main reason we included it as well. Uh, you can go to Kalamazoo in, instead. <laughs> you can check into five different beers from any of the Grand Rapids-based breweries listed below throughout 2020. So no actual like, it's gonna be a minute. You've got time. Is the point here? Um, and they've got a whole brewery list. We're not going through every single one of them, but it's got some, some, some common ones such as. But it's
1: almost as many breweries as Cincinnati. Yeah. Almost. Yeah.
0: Uh, and the Fury obvious
2: Vikings ones like. like, like... Grand Rap- Furry Vikings, the check on Grand Rapids is pretty fun. Mm. It is pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. I've been there. Uh, like
0: but so like, you know, uh, you've got, um, Jolly Pumpkin, New Holland, uh, Founders, obviously, um, then there's just also Grand Rapids Brewing, you know. Uh, so Perrin? Li-
1: huh? You, you're forgetting Perrin? Home oh. of Abraxas?
0: Oh, oh. I pr- genuinely forgot. But so, there, there's quite a few on the list. Um, I would recommend, like, just, w- well, on the link that we're going to have on there, you can uh, see the full list of the um, options that you can choose from. So, uh, so yeah, you get the whole year for this one. So, you're you're good to go.
2: Alright, and don't forget, uh, we usually, once upon a time, had a new section that would go here, but uh, we've got a whole new show now for it.
1: Yeah, and this week we were talking about such fun stories as uh, Pabst having the opportunity to fund uh, Molson Core's restructuring.
2: <laughs> and get their own facility out of it.
1: Well, it, it was just the funny thing of the story is they're like, they didn't mention it in the title like oh paps could buy the uh this brewery for 150 million dollars <gasps> molson Coors also announces they're planning to restructure for 150 million dollars <laughs> it's like, like wait mm, a minute wonder how they're planning to fund this i wonder but yeah, uh we we gab a bit about that and a few other stories that you need to get in there and check out like kind of like we tr-
2: and we try to give bob an aneurysm this time <laughs> Do
1: Cheddar Bay Biscuits count as a garnish? I say yes.
0: Such important questions as this.
1: Uh,
0: Alright, well, uh, topic time.
1: For relaxing times, make it Suntory time.
0: (laughs) The the wonderful Bill Murray.
1: Lost in Translation, where you get to see a 60-year-old man pining after a teenager.
2: I mean... (laughs) <laughs> you know what there's there's a lot of ways like, that joke could go and just i just know where designed. we can go with that
1: no that movie is creepy as hell <laughs> it is an old man bill murray uh lusting after a teenage scarlet johansson is she a teenager I...
0: in that movie like, she's, playing a, oh, okay, she's okay. playing a teenager okay gotcha. she's playing
1: a teenager she's really in her like bottom 40s. 20s in that movie
2: She's like 97 in that movie, I think.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, one of her her first movie I remember is she Ghost twirls. World when she looks super young. Like, Sorry, before th- she had
2: boobs. I thought you said Ghostbusters <laughs> at first, no. and was like, she's not in that. That's also a super creepy Bill Murray movie where he's walking around with uh, <laughs> sedatives on his date. Yeah. No, yeah. Huh. But that movie's still fantastic, so we, we give it... A, the 80s were a different time.
1: Uh, Furry Viking said he thinks she was a teen during Lost in Translation. But he even
0: is. like during that movie, compared to like Ghost World, very different look for her. I'm, i must
1: She was okay. seventeen. So she was a teenager. Oh, She's creepy.
0: only seventeen.
1: I was gonna say she looked like twelve during that movie. It was uh, derailed. Apparently, this is what we're talking about. This is yep. well, you know
2: who's you know who's not twelve.
1: The Who? Centauri. Definitely not twelve. Correct.
2: For a millennium, more than a millennium, a quiet uh, but mighty life source has... Oh, pardon. has drawn people to a region in Japan that straddles the moder- uh, modern-day Osaka and Kyoto pre- uh, prefectures. At the base of Mount Tenzozen, uh, at the con- confluence of three rivers, mineral water flows such a- with such purity that it was recorded in an ancient collection of Japanese poetry during the Nara period about 1,200 years ago. In fairness, I'm pretty sure they were just writing about anything they saw out there. So. Mm.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, centuries later, celebrated tea master sin no uh, Ryuku chose the area as its water source to build his tea house. Uh, at the beginning of the 20th century, the water's l- uh, lore attracted young entrepreneurs named Shinjori Tori uh, to a small town in Shinamoto, at, for his latest endeavor at, uh, and one of the closest to his heart, developing a whiskey delicate enough to please the Japanese palate. By the way, I'm just powering through these Japanese words. I'm just like,
1: oh, you know what? I'm probably wrong, but no, here you're we doing go. good. Uh, I think we have got Google Translate up for some of these.
0: Yeah. Uh, what do you need it for?
2: Nothing, you are just saying that I'm just powering through the Japanese words, because going, probably wrong, but here we go.
0: The first one I've got it up for is uh, the uh, other distillery name, because I was like, this is going to be wrong.
2: (laughs) Well, uh, after Shinjiro, uh, after working as a shop as a boy, he opened his own import store in 1899. But Tiori Sultan, Shinjiro's small... uh, A small wine store in Osaka was merely a study to advance his true ambition of producing Japanese soil, uh, producing on Japanese soil, uh, the very styles of wine and spirits he imported. It took nearly a decade, but in 1907, he released a kondama. Sorry,
0: I was reading it as akadama. I was going to say it should
2: be akadama. I I just kind of jumbled over that as I. No, no, you're fine. Akadama Port Wine, still in production today as Akadama Sweet Wine, the popularity which funded the construction of the Yamazaki Distillery, Uh, Japan's first malt whiskey distillery, built in 1923. Uh, That was the next big business expansion uh, after becoming uh, the
0: Kotobukiya
2: company in 1921. Production began in December 1924, and five years later, Suntory Whiskey Shirofunda, white label, the first single malt whiskey was made in Japan.
1: Important distinction, white label.
2: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The first nude advertising poster in Japan's history was a promotion for Akadama, uh, Akadama Port Wine in 1922, and it went on to win the first... First prize in international poster competition in Germany because
1: nudity, sure. nudity. Yeah.
2: The Germans looked at it and went, "I see titties."
1: Wait, wait, wait. What? what what's our time frame here? Yeah. Nineteen twenty-two. Yeah,
2: between the wars, <laughs> uh, there was not the chancellor in Germany you're thinking of. I know,
1: I know. I'm just saying it didn't hurt their causes when they were sending. Naked posters to Germany.
2: <laughs> uh, anyway, 1931, Suntory hosted the country's first cocktail competition. Uh, the, post, uh, the post-war era saw Tori's Bars, watering holes named for Tori's Whiskey that served basic cocktail feature, uh, featuring Suntory spirits, popping up across Japan. By nineteen sixty, Centauri had introduced its first highball in a can. Oh now a staple in social drinking for monsters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, uh we managed to find the poster.
0: It says oh. it's a nude poster, but you actually can't you don't tell. see
1: anything, it's uh oh you can order pillows of it. Wow! Okay. Well of course you can. It's I, a painting should... uh we you do it's the in one Japan. of you the can woman order
2: a whole body pillows that you can hug as you sleep.
1: Do the one of the woman today. There's like a, oh, her elderly man. next to the painting, or next to the poster of the painting. Share that.
2: <laughs> are we? Are we validating terms of service? If we,
1: I don't think so. Not when it's the picture of her holding the picture,
2: holding the picture, holding the picture. Yes,
1: got to incept it, and then it's fine. There we go. That's the picture. You don't actually see anything. You don't even see cleavage, like her hand is between the cleavage. You just see the tops of her breasts.
0: But for mm. 1922, I mean... Scandalous! Yeah.
1: Today, you're like, I don't know. I saw a, a shampoo commercial that showed more.
2: I saw. I see shoulders. She's clearly naked. Scandalous. In 1961, uh, uh, Kotobu uh, launched Drink Tories Go to Hawaii campaign. At the time, trip abroad was considered a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Now, everyone goes to Hawaii. From what I'm told about uh, about Hawaii, a, a, a disproportionate number of the tourists are Japanese.
0: Huh.
2: Uh, anyway, uh, in 1963, uh, Kotobi uh changed its name to Suntori, which was much easier to say, <laughs> and taken from the name of the whiskey it produces the same year, uh, Musashino uh, Beer Factory began its production of Suntory beer. Oh, they make a beer. Or made. Uh, in 1977, Suntory became Japan's sole bottler, distribu- uh, distributor, and licenser of Pepsi products.
1: Yeah, in 1997. So that's probably where most of their money's coming from. Uh,
2: I would also point out that uh, I'm pretty sure Japan's a much more lax on uh, monopolies.
0: Apparently.
1: Yeah, when you look at the, <laughs> the Centauri portfolio, you you just go, um, they, they are diversified across uh, <laughs> the beverage. Uh,
2: they, uh... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm just thinking about it. Like, yeah, no, they, they basically just went, look, we can all work here and make some money. We'll we'll keep making new things. Why would we need to compete?
1: Everyone works for Brondo. <laughs> basically.
2: Uh, Well, on April 1st, 2009, Centauri became a stockholding company named Centauri Holdings Limited and established Centauri Beverage and Food Limited, uh, limiting a lot of their stuff. Uh, Centauri Products Limited, Centauri Wellness Limited, Centauri Liquors Limited, Centauri Beer and Spirits Limited, Centauri Wine International Limited, which feels like a contradiction in terms, (laughs) and Centauri
0: Business Expert Limited.
1: It's a limited expertise. I mean... (laughs) You gotta give them a break.
0: <laughs> but seriously, go to their website and go to the brand section. It's insanity. So, we
1: were gonna talk about that, I think, at the end of this. Then we decided to shift focus. But yeah, they got all their fingers are in a lot of beverage. They know pots. what's up. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I was surprised to find out they owned Lucasade. I don't know if we end up talking about that later.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's in there. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, the- it's mentioned anyway.
1: Aid being a popular uh, sports beverage in the UK. Oh, and yeah.
2: what's that? What's that Scotch one that you guys liked? Lucasade. Oh, was it Lucasade? I thought it was something else.
1: Yeah, Lucasade was the one that me and Ian. Is it orange? Yeah. That's what I'm. Yeah, talking yeah, about. yeah, yes.
0: Oh, okay. They own that apparently. <laughs> yeah,
1: Suntory owns it. Uh, on July 14th, 2009, Kieran announced that it was in negotiations with Suntory on a merger. On February 8th, 2010, it was announced that negotiations between the two were terminated. Uh, Kieran. They're the ones who now own New Belgium. Belgium, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In 2009, Centauri acquired Orangina. Orangina. Orangu- or- no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> acquired Organa, the, the orange soft drink, for 300 billion yen, uh, more than 2.7 billion US dollars.
2: I, I keep forgetting that with yen, you basically just add two zeros to... Yeah, I had to look to, it up. I don't know, like how American currency is. Like, I just add two zeros. That's it's fine.
1: And uh, Frucor Energy Drinks for six hundred million euros, uh, six hundred and sixty-seven point two million. million dollars U.S. dollars. On uh, July second, twenty thirteen, the company debuted on the Tokyo Stock Exchange and raised almost four billion dollars in the process. <laughs> That's. 4 billion ballast <laughs> points. <laughs> well, uh, original well, ballast, ballast points, not no. current
2: ballast points.
1: Or, yeah, original ballast points, not current ballast points, much lower. Much, much lower. Uh, in September 2013, Centauri purchased the drinks division of Glax- Glaxco Smith Klein. Uh, all is one word. This included the brands LucasAid and Rabina. Rabina, we're gonna go with Rabina. However, the deal did not include Horlicks, whatever Horlicks it's, is.
2: Horlicks feels like it should be a Harry Potter thing,
0: right? Horcrux. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know is that. that it what
2: was... it's actually called? I th- actually thought
1: Horlicks was what it was.
0: No, is <laughs> Horlicks. I mean, it's pretty c- close.
1: Uh... I mean, we all know what a Horlicks.
0: That okay? Is. <laughs> Unre- unrelated
2: and completely derailing the topic, but remind me after the show. I need you. I need to show you. Uh, Harry Potter scenes, but the dialogue is replaced with Brooklyn 99 lines. Oh, God. <laughs> I've not seen Harry Potter or read it, so I don't truly appreciate it, but I think you guys might
1: enjoy it. So in January 2014, Centauri announced an agreement to buy the largest U.S. bourbon producer, Beam Inc., (gasps) producers of Jim Beam and Maker's Mark. I did not know Centauri owns Maker's Mark. Uh, We do now. (laughs) For 16 ballast points. (laughs) It's a lot of ballast points. Uh, This deal would make Centauri. a lot
2: more current ballast points. It's like. It's like 4 million current ballast points. This pretty deal pretty sure they got that for like, you know, $10 and a brisk hand <laughs> shake.
1: In the pants. This deal, <laughs> this deal would make Suntory the world's third largest spirits maker. The acquisition was completed on April 30th, 2014, when it was also announced that Beam would be renamed as Beam Suntory, how most people know the name now. See, I'm picturing it
2: from the Dragon Ball Z Fusion Dance, and it's just a Maker's Mark bottle and a bottle of like Hibiki going,
1: jump, Ha! Today, bars in Japan and beyond carry Centauri highball machines, which, are, I want to see one of these, which are partially responsible for egging on the latest highball revival, uh, part refrigerator and part tap. The machine pours a perfect whiskey soda highball every time, low in alcohol content, but highly refreshing. The U.S. got its first... I was, I was on board until you said low in alcohol cut content. <laughs> when you put it in a vending machine, it's got to be lower. Uh, the U.S. got its first highball machine not long after the 2016 launch of Toki, the first of Centauri's whiskeys to be available in the States before Japan. And the buzz that it created keeps growing. Uh, while Centauri had the benefit of defining Japanese whiskey to a degree, its blenders didn't have the access to... Uh, variety of scottish that blah, 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 didn't have the access that the
0: ver i'm gonna <laughs> it, it's worded badly sorry i got that
1: they fine. didn't have access that uh, to the variety of things that the scottish producers did uh, yamazaki had to produce its own library of distinctive whiskies in order to create a complex commercial spirit uh, evidence of which is on display in the museum at the yamazaki distillery with thousands of bottles of whiskey expressions spanning decades lining the walls from floor to ceiling and there are pictures of this uh, oh
0: my god i've never wanted to go to japan more it in my life.
1: looks amazing so I mean, um, the bourbon it's basically going into a bourbon warehouse only this is like walking into a warehouse of whiskey bottles and it is something to see
2: i feel like it would smell less good
1: it definitely, definitely would smell less good because you don't—you're not smelling the whiskey in the air. Mm. But it I is. I don't
0: know. It looks pretty nice.
1: I'm sure it looks
2: nice. I just mean, like, Brittany, walk into a Rick house.
1: Yes. Mm. Breathe deep. I can smell the wood like, and I can the smell dirt it right now. Mm-hmm. You could you can smell the angel's share drifting <laughs> through the air.
2: And the livers of the angels.
1: <laughs> oh. oh, Brittany! Is that yeah? That's it. The whiskey library. She, Brittany had to d- tangent, and uh, she has to share this with you, watching the video, d- audio listeners. Just imagine it, or go to uh, so Twitch.tv/slash Have a drink show. Have a drink show, and you can you can see this. Look, look at that glory.
2: It looks like there's just a whole bunch of uh, uh cuz the bottles are not dissimilar
0: from uh Woodford bottles. Yeah. <laughs> very much reminds me of the Woodford distillery because they have the kind of the same Woodford has a similar setup, display.
1: Yeah. Only oh, there's just a single wall behind like the check-in counter.
0: Yeah, which like the Yeah, no, this is a whole different level.
1: Every whiskey that goes to market, including the single malts, uh, benefits from precise Mm. blending orchestrated by Centauri's lineage of master and chief blenders. And we had to watch uh, a Whiskey Vault video on Mm. the Hibiki. And they Mm. bring up, he's like, are there any single malt Japanese whiskeys? And he's like, yes, but they sell out minutes after announcement (laughs) for thousands of dollars each. Mm. So, yeah. You'll, you'll never probably get your hands on many. Uh, so, the rich, complex profile of Habiki Japanese Harmony, for instance, represents all three distilleries in five primary uh, component parts Yamazaki's American White Oak, Sherry, and Mizunara? Or Japanese Oak? Uh, malt casks. Plus uh, Hakushu's Smoky Malt, and how do we say it is? Hold on. Google Translate.
0: Shita.
1: Sita. Yes. So we were saying Chita, but Sita. Yeah. So the Sita uh, distillery.
0: They're grain whiskey. Yeah.
1: Yes, they're grain whiskey. And you get the Yamazaki 12 year, on the other hand, is made solely of malt whiskies from the Yamazaka, Yamazaki. Oh my God. Yeah. Yamazaki distillery. Uh, namely those aged in white oak, sherry, and the Japanese oak casks.
2: Okay, I'm probably wrong. But aren't Yamazakis also like small dirt bikes?
0: <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Uh, and now I'm just wondering. Those like, are Kawazakis. They...
2: <laughs> Kawazakis, thank you. I was like, I know that's not right, but. Yeah, that's it's where close, my head went to, and I was like,
0: that's not right at all. Um, okay, so uh, though uh, Shinjiro is widely regarded as the father of Japanese whiskey, the founder of competitor Nika Whiskey also claims the title shinjiro had enlisted the help of masataka taketsuru a young man who studied whiskey in scotland for centauri's first whiskey attempt which failed gloriously (laughs) in uh, released in 1929 the shirohuda white label as we discussed before whiskey and its bold smokiness was too forward too fast for a population that favored subtler flavors.
2: So, what this is a little bit after uh, the period that I'm thinking of, but after a uh, quick history lesson after uh, the American Navy, uh, but with Commodore Perry, came over and basically told Japan open up or not,
1: <laughs> uh, open up or be bombed, yeah. uh, open up or Truman sitting there going boo, boo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Would have been uh, uh, it's a it's a, just
2: before the Civil okay. War, so it'd been like a polk a... or someone. Uh, yeah. But they uh, uh, they had to like jumpstart from essentially the feudal era uh, and the you know, medieval period to like 19th century technology, <laughs> and so they, they they sent Japanese people throughout the world to learn just. Everything, uh, like the 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 government just went, go, go out, learn, and then come back to the country and bring back what you've learned. And just the idea of like what I'm going. Well, now I'm here in Scotland. My job is to learn whiskey. <laughs> I mean, what? Do you, and, yeah. and, you, and you just have to look at that that Japanese man and go, how did you draw this? Draw this? You know?
0: Yeah, you won. How did you get? this duty?
1: He learned. He learned whiskey, peat, and sausages.
0: Yeah, good job. Married a Scottish woman too, yes. according to chat. Uh, hey,
2: look! If you go to Scotland, you end you come back with a wife apparently.
1: He took her back to Japan.
0: <laughs> That'd be awesome.
2: Who I I'm sure, the Japanese po- people welcomed her with open arms, as <laughs> they have. Yeah. As they are known to do.
1: Yes, Indeed. especially during that time period.
0: Isn't that funny right. how they, they, they were forced to jump from, like, X point to, like, the future, and then now they're They're basically leagues ahead of a lot of us? <laughs> well, that's... Uh, yeah, Technologically. It, it
2: requires going into a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Uh, I'm just saying, but, like... But it, it, yeah. a lot of this was just them trying to, Trying to you know, play catch up, and it, it led to a lot of unfortunate things, like, you know... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. A lot of colonialism that we're not going to talk about. Mm. Right. It's not the I'm show for that. I'm just saying, today, they're man, doing quite I wish well. it was. I want to talk so much about it.
0: Well, but anyway. Let's move on. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, as Suntory Global Brand Ambassador and former Master Distiller Mike uh, Miyamoto explains, it's the equivalent of visiting Japan for the first time and sitting down to a truly authentic Japanese meal. It would be simply too foreign to enjoy. The paired part, the pair parted ways and Mazataka founded Nika whiskey shortly thereafter. So I for really Japan want sushi right now. I know right. Uh, <laughs> so for Japan it, it, it's basically either Suntory or Nika period. <laughs> and they all came from the same place. Um, the house of Suntory is more than its parts, more than whiskey or sweet wine, more than Sakura infused gin and canned coffee more than the varied products of one man's vision. Because even though Suntory is known as the founding house of Japanese whiskey, what's not as widely recognized is that Shinjiro, by way of his company, is responsible for bringing Western bar culture to the East, introducing not only products but also ideas previously foreign but now deeply ingrained in Japanese culture.
2: I wonder if he's the guy who introduced putting your tie sideways on your head when you're drunk because I feel like any time they show drunk I mean, Japanese no, people that 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 they are doing this. No.
1: I was saying we should use turning Japanese for the show intro music. You're like that's a little racist. I feel like that comment is above
0: No, you guys mine. are definitely oh. on the same racist page. Uh, okay, <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't
2: intend it to be racist. I just meant like that's what I see in TV. I oh, that's
0: Yeah. Okay, stereotype land then, I guess.
2: Okay, <laughs> but still probably from a bad place. And I do apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. It was not
0: my intent. Uh, okay. Uh, in 2017, Hibiki, 21 years, uh, won the top trophy award in the World Whiskeys category, the 22nd International Spirits Challenge. Uh, this is an international spirits competition. Uh, it also won the Supreme Champion Spirit Award, given the most outstanding product from from among trophy award winners across all categories. This means that Hibiki 21 Years was selected as the top spirit out of 1,480 entries spanning across all categories. It's the fifth year in a row for Hibiki 21 uh, to win a trophy award, best in category. Centauri Spirits Limited was also recognized as World Whiskey Producer of the Year, an award bestowed upon one whiskey maker in the world, in the world whiskey category, for producing a wide variety of high quality products. Centauri, so sorry.
2: I was going to say, I always feel bad when someone wins a wins a very prestigious award, because it means I don't get it.
1: Yeah, right, uh, exactly. as chat was pointing out, <laughs> uh, that award is exactly where you can trace back to where uh, Japanese whiskey is now hard to find. Yeah. Um, and so it's just like how uh, <coughs> McKenna 10-year is now hard to find and $40. Yeah. Hashtag Henry, <laughs> McKenna. <laughs> Henry, McKenna. Henry McKenna. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Seriously. Uh, so, Centauri Whiskey Yamazaki Sherry Cask 2013 also became the first Japanese whiskey to receive the highest score, 97.5, and be selected for World Whiskey of the Year in international whiskey critic Ooh. Jim Murray's Whiskey Bible 2015. Centauri's other whiskey brands have earned numerous other commendations as well as some of the mo- the world's most authoritative international liquor competitions. Uh, and we do, I'm going to supply a link in the show notes um, for their full award list that they have on their website. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, I, I get it. <laughs> I'm just mm. going to put that out there.
1: I Not it. to gloat, but uh, at Drinktacular, if you were to have attended... Um, last year, now uh, at this time last year, almost it was in February, late February. Um, I believe me and Jim got to have some Hibiki twelve year at the Speakeasy.
2: I think I got to try just a just a little, a little taste of someone's. It was but... So good,
1: and it was fifty dollars for two ounces. It
0: yeah. hurts. It hurts.
1: Something like that's worth it. Anywho, um. Just just saying, and the, the, it works are happening for a possible revisit it, or another drinktacular. It's probably not going to be down there. It's probably going to be in Cincinnati. But, you know, you miss out on things.
2: Sometimes you do. <laughs> uh, so, I guess we got some stuff about uh, some of their distilleries here.
1: Yes, Centauri uh, is actually made up of three distilleries.
2: First up on our list is the uh, Yamazaki Distillery, which is inspired by the traditional Scottish whiskey. Tor- uh, Tori envisioned Japanese approach by choosing a terrain and climate completely different to those of Scotland to create a unique kind of whiskey. Uh, the Yamazaki Distillery was thus the birthplace of Japanese whiskey, nestled proudly in the periphery of Kyoto. This uh, region was formerly referred to as uh Mi- Min Minasio. Uh,
0: Minaseno. No, sorry, Minaseno. Sorry, yeah.
2: uh, where one of the pure, uh, where one of the purest waters of Japan originates, the diversity of the region's temperature and humidity creates an ideal condition for cask aging, known as the signature of Suntory maturation. Yamazaki Distillery is distinguished by its uniqueness that a single distillery can produce a variety of whiskeys. Mm.
0: Mm. I yeah, say they. W- I, I have to say so. I've got. A, I'm also going to link to their main, um, the House of Suntory website. They do a very good job at making you desperately want to go there. <laughs> like the the pictures on their website and like just the descriptions of everything. I'm just like, yes, can we just please go? Thank you. <laughs> Never wanted to go to Osaka so much in my life.
2: Yeah, that's usually not something people were. We weren't heading towards that region of Japan when they're visiting, but
1: uh, yeah, you know, it could still be fun,
0: not as frequent, but yes,
1: <laughs> that's something I still want to do one day. Like, we have a list of places that we both really want to go, and really, Japan's not on that. Like, of like dedicated places, where, like, no, I really want to go here, and it's it, mostly it's like English speaking places. And then I'm like, but I also want to take a trip that's somewhere where it's just like not on our list of places we definitely want to go, and it's just like out of the comfort zone. And like Japan for me is definitely one of those places mm-hmm. where I'd love to just be thrown out of my element completely. It'd be great, especially being you know like six three <laughs> and a big beard walking around in Japan. I'm sure I'm sure I would garner no attention.
2: Not a bit. No one. No one give give you a strange look.
1: They would not be coming up screaming Chewbacca.
2: <laughs> no one would be asking for pictures.
1: No, no one. None. All right. Uh, our next distillery is the Hakushu. 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 Hakushu, Hakushu Distillery. Then the next word. <laughs> oh, uh,
0: yeah. Hold on. <laughs> uh, hold on. I'm
1: just
0: back up. Saji. keizo Oh. Keizo, keizo, keizo
1: Saji. Yeah. That was kind of close. Alright. Keizo Sashi. Yeah. <laughs> the second master blender inherited his father's quest to push the boundaries of what a Japanese whiskey could be. He had searched all over Japan for high quality water that will become the most delicately aromatic to produce whiskey that people would love. He found Hakushu. The Hakushu distillery is without question one of the highest distilleries in the world. Built admit. Built amidst the deepest forests of Mount.
0: I'm sorry, hold on.
1: <sighs> Mount. Uh...
2: Kaikomagakate. Kaikomagatake.
0: Kaikomagatake.
1: Ka
2: yeah. Look how close I was. Yeah, you actually and were. <laughs> Justin was close. And, and I'm. I'm a little drunk. <laughs> Kaikomagatake. Yep, that word the thing i learned about japanese is that you pronounce almost every basically you pronounce every syllable you see
1: in the japanese southern alps is where it is located uh the <laughs> they majestic- have alps there
2: apparently yes. yeah uh the majestic- man that mountain chain is long
1: <laughs> the majestic forest that surrounds the Hakushu distillery <laughs> shelters an abundance of plant varieties uh, reflecting the many expressions of japanese nature the malt whiskeys born here are simultaneously blessed with a variety of particular microclimate, verdant forests, and water offering a rare softness and purity only made possible by filtration of rain and snow through thousand-year-old granite rocks. Uh, the exceptionally soft mountain water of Hakushu originates as clear-flowing rainwater and melted snow which passes through Mount... That and joins <laughs> it's what Google was reading to you,
0: Ojira and,
1: and joins the Ojira and Jingu rivers at the mountain foot. With four distinctive seasons, the clear air and cool, humid climate of Hakushu's vast forests allow the distillery, one of the few situated at an elevation of 700 meters or more, just under 2,300 feet to produce high-quality whiskey through a slow, unhurried process.
2: Man, thats I feel like that's a big problem with a lot of the Japanese whiskey. <laughs> it got real popular, and they still do a slow, unhurried process. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Japanese are not known for uh, their hurry in, huh. in getting a product out. The water and environment at the Hakushu Distillery is vastly different to that of the Yamazaki Distillery as is the creation process. At fermentation, artisanal craftsmen use solely wooden washbacks to encourage maturation by retaining heat in the cool air at the distillery. A variety of pot stills and casks are carefully chosen to suit the high elevation and climate of Hakushu, ultimately producing an array of single malt whiskies with a variety of characters that reflect its surroundings. It's
2: interesting they use pot stills. Hmm. Mm-hmm. like i mean like only the column column stills are more efficient
1: but but pot stills come on i mean when you when you're in it when you're willing to put the time in it you're using the pot stills
2: yeah i mean i'm not disagreeing it's just that, again an unhurried process
0: yeah uh so next up we have the shita distillery oh <laughs> uh, sorry <laughs> i was looking at the chat and i was like wait what
1: in the yeah, chat. No, I, uh, I saw
0: it just at the same time. Like, hold on,
2: I need to read this out loud for <laughs> everyone. Oh hell, I just went from Habiki to Eagle Rare, and the cherry and the Eagle Rare is screaming out of the glass.
1: <laughs> I just picture the eagle on the <laughs> bottle screaming. I was like,
2: <laughs> except they're saying cherry, like <laughs> cherry.
1: I just pictured like a cherry-colored scream coming out of the eagle's <laughs> mouth.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, so the the Shita Distillery uh, use. Using mainly corn grain and a continuous multiple-column distillation process, the Tita Distillery makes three types of grain whiskeys: the well, heavy type grain whiskey. they whis- could
2: almost make bourbon. Well, that's not in America, but still.
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, the heavy type grain whiskey is distilled through two columns, the medium type through three columns, and the clean type through four columns. This diversity is rare among green whiskey distillers, as most only producer or er, most only produce the heavy type, due to their exceptional smoothness and balance, the Shita grain whiskies have traditionally been used as the dashi or broth that enhances the harmony in Suntory's renowned blended whiskies. Mm. Uh, but through many mm. years of research and innovation, Shita Distillery's grain whiskies have achieved an unrivaled sophistication and complexity, culminating in the Shita single grain whiskey in Aichi prefecture of the center of japan shita peninsula and its surroundings are known for its history of craftsmanship and fermentation the shita distillery the inventive grain whiskey distillery of the house of Suntory whiskey rises up surrounded by gently sloping hilly terrain and the serene atmosphere from the sea uh centauri's shita distillery creates three types of grain whiskey from corn clean medium and heavy as distinct from most distilleries which only produce the heavy type. Um, Aging in the unique climate and nature conditions of Omi and Hakushu and use of American white oak casks further (laughs) contributes to the incredible range of flavors presented by Shita grain whiskeys only recently enabling the level of complexity and depth demanded by the prodigious standards of the house.
2: I swear does does Every part of the whiskey world require a former bourbon barrel.
1: Yes. too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too. like
2: like oh, we can only use it once and everyone's like
1: Well, alright then. <laughs> yeah, we're all here it's like we can only use these things once and the rest of the world goes, Okay. <laughs> we'll
2: we'll take him. Reduce, reuse, and recycle because we're Captain Planet.
0: <laughs> I have to show the uh oh the hold House
1: on let me
0: Yeah, first of all their website's just amazing, like this whole this whole thing, but like the the Shita Distillery, I'm just like I I need to go there right
1: now. Well yeah, because tourism's a huge thing. It
0: looks gorgeous. Yeah, it does.
1: You know what would be also a, a, a beautiful place to go? Isla.
0: Well yes, that's <gasps> true too. But look at this, look at the lighthouse Wait, and the When oh. can I go
2: on
1: your all's romantic
2: trip to Isla?
0: I know right? <laughs> <laughs> when can I go? To them?
2: Don't mind. I'll just be in your luggage. You won't even notice them there.
0: But oh, my God. the 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 Chita and the um the Hokushu distilleries look absolutely gorgeous. It's insanity. Um, like the the fact that the fact that the Hukushu one is like right in the forest. I right? I it just it's it's like oh I'm just gonna go you know to this nature preserve which happens to be a distilling whiskey no big deal. <laughs> I don't know. MBD. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Well, uh, all this wonderful talk about Centauri, let's get into uh, the stuff that we're actually drinking. Spoiler, it might be Centauri. Apologies for the squeaking. I need a refill.
1: There might be a sound. Drink with me, friend!
0: <laughs> I stop bringing it up. <laughs> uh, okay. Do you want to? Unless you go. Mm. Okay, so uh, we are. uh, Do you have the bottle? Uh, Yeah, as I said, do you want to hold up? So we went with the. um,
1: For Jim, who has a bottle of his own.
0: The slightly more affordable option, (laughs) basically.
1: No, when I went to buy a Suntory product, there were two there was this and the Toki. And if I'm buying Japanese whiskey, I'm not buying this.
0: Um well
2: hmm. you didn't buy Japanese whiskey.
0: True. If, if we're going to buy Japanese uh, spirits, spirits. Um you. so <laughs> yeah, he says uh is crap. Um so we yeah. did not buy the Toki. We got the Roku gin from Centauri. Um Which is uh, By the way, I can't Dude. hear
2: Roku without going to like Avatar the Last Airbender You're going
0: Avatar Roku. Oh, see, I That's... think of the streaming stick. <laughs>
2: Both are fine. I just meant that the cartoon has been burned into my brain.
0: Oh, well, yeah. Uh, What's the strength on this, does it say?
2: Strong. Strong like bull. (laughs) I don't know.
0: Okay. Uh, It'll
2: get you drunk, (laughs) is what it says.
0: Yeah. So from their official website, it says, So in Japanese, Roku translates as the number six. Inside every bottle of Roku gin, you will find six very special botanicals that are sourced in Japan. Um, Suntory developed its own multiple distillation process as a result of the special features each botanical brings to Roku Gin, perfectly balanced mix.
1: 86 proof, 43% alcohol.
2: Okay. I was about to say, I just found two of them, so I was like, I don't know which one of them they
1: have.
0: Uh, Roku is produced in the, I'm gonna say this wrong, liquor or liquor atelier, atelier, uh, the specialized craft distillery for Suntory spirits and liquor. Um, It owns four distinct types of pot stills, and in a process unique to Roku, the the botanicals are distilled separately according to each feature of botanicals to extract the best flavor and maintain their individual characteristics. For instance, the delicate scent of cherry blossom is drawn out through vacuum distillation in stainless pot stills, whereas the deep flavor of yuzu is achieved by distillation in copper pot stills um so that's insane uh <laughs> so it's uh, sensitive uh that it captured in the blending of the carefully crafted ex- extracts of the 14 botanicals uh so you've got uh sakura flower sakura, sakura. leaf huh sakura. sakura sakura okay sorry sakura um <coughs> gosh I'm gonna throw there is right uh yuzu peel sencha tea green tea um gyokuro tea gyokuro gyokuro tea uh, which is refined green tea. And then the Sancho pepper. Uh, six Japanese botanicals cultivated over four seasons. The six Japanese botanicals have been carefully selected to create Roku. Uh, each botanical has been harvested at the peak of its season to extract the best flavor and distilled to fully embody the blessings of nature. Yeah. Uh,
1: chat, uh, $24 a bottle, insane for what you get. It is, mm. and I think the price is starting to creep up. May be careful on that. But yeah, this is one of the newest products from Centauri, and it's really
0: good. And we are not drinking it straight. We did a cocktail Speak kind of... Speak for yourself. Well, you, you <laughs> at least had the lime in
1: it. I'm so. doing like a gin and tonic with a lime. That's, yeah. that's it.
0: I mean, it's still not drinking it just as, as gin. Uh, yes, we, they do have a
1: vodka as well.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, so we...
2: They have a whiskey drink. They have a vodka drink.
1: <laughs> but they've also been doing gin, uh, as they are quick to point out, since what, like 1938 or something.
0: Yeah, they actually had one before this, a, a good while back. Um, but this is like, obviously, a new take on everything. Um, the I'm not a huge fan of gin, so I did. Uh, we got a blackberry simple syrup, and so
1: it's no, it's not a simple syrup. It's just blackberry oh, just syrup. Okay blackberry puree syrup it's a,
0: gotcha it's a very complex syrup <laughs> not simple at all
1: nothing simple
0: um but so uh, it's, no pumpkin it's, spice <laughs> it's that mixed with lime and uh tonic and the gin um so i liked it just fine in that form uh i'm just not a big gin person i did like the hibiki i tried it uh when uh we were at bob's so um yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah,
2: I poured you a little bit. Yeah,
0: you know, I, I that was quite good
2: for my homies.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: Uh, Speaking of which. Chris, I was say, well. I was gonna say, Chris. uh I mean, you're you're drinking a bit, bit straighter. How are your thoughts on the Roku?
1: Oh, I love it. I can drink it just straight. Like I, yeah. I did it with some tonic. I just did gin and tonic and then a lime wedge. That's how I've been drinking it all night. I can drink this just straight with nothing at room temperature, yeah. and it's fantastic. And I did I try
0: it. it straight before. I just I, it wasn't a fan. So.
2: Yeah, it's fine. Uh, all right. Well, I uh, I've been going with the the whiskey. I bought some Hibiki on a sale a while back, and it's uh, I've been hoarding it like a dragon.
0: As you should. As you yeah, as you as you should.
2: Uh, but uh, I've I want a second glass of it tonight, so it's a good night. Making my back feel real good now.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> loosening, loosening up all those back muscles?
2: Whiskey is my muscle relaxer.
1: Mm, uh, good.
2: But no, I have the Hibiki. Uh, this is without an age statement, because...
1: Age statement they, hard to find now. They're gone now.
2: <laughs> uh, they're all gone. But this is from Centauri. It's a Japanese whiskey. It's a 43% ABV. Uh, and it is, uh, according to their website... Uh, Kanzen, or complete, Hibiki Whiskey is a harmonious blend of innumerous malts and uh, grain whiskies, which are meticulously blended to create a full orchestra of flavors and aromas. Seductive, blossoming, enigmatic, Hibiki Whiskey creates an unrivaled art of blending, fine craftsmanship, and a sense of luxury in the house of Suntory. Uh,
1: I, I don't know whether that's humorous or not. Favorite drink is a spicy
2: Caesar with extra horseradish. That, that, no. I, I mean, you know, to each their own. Uh, I, we were talking about uh, Bloody Mary's earlier, and all I could think of was like, there's also the Bloody Caesar. So, uh, uh, anyway, Hibiki was launched. Uh, well, they talked just a bit about, about what it is, but uh, it's the one that wins them awards. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one <laughs> that wins just. them
1: awards. And yeah. it's
0: the one that's not cheap generally. Like, the fact that you got it no. on sale is like, good job.
2: <laughs> I, I, yeah, I got it on sale. I think it was still like 60, 80 bucks somewhere in that range.
0: Yeah, but I mean it's normally like I think it's normally like 80 bucks. All. It's
2: and... probably 60 then.
0: I thought it was like 100.
2: Uh, but this is a It's one of those whiskeys that I do really love. I don't I'm a little congested and I'm really upset about that because it's like really cutting down some of my mm. my ability to kind of enjoy it.
0: I remember it being very smooth.
2: But it, it is kinda smooth. It's got a nice it does have a little nice warm alcohol bite, but it's not like a it's not like a Henry McKenna where you got your hundred proof. Hmm.
1: So whiskey vault. Burn, whiskey vault he was saying uh Habiki would be so introductory whiskey is gonna be an Irish whiskey to yeah, a yeah. complete whiskey yeah. noob. And then he said, um, they were bringing up Japanese whiskey or even habiki would be uh, the follow up to that. Graduating because because it is it's not as intense, but you are getting all these subtle notes and everything and are in like, there.
2: It's got it's got so much going on in there. Like I mean, it is complex. But each time I'll drink it, I'll get like a different flavor, just little bits here and there. And furry Viking is like, there's a butteriness to habiki, I was like, yes, mm. but it's also. So richness that i associate with some like some darker fruits sometimes uh so so yeah uh yeah no i agree uh hibiki would be a nice transition from from irish to scottish however i just went whole hog and went right. well, i'm i'm drinking scotch irish whiskey i'm feeling angry i think <laughs> scotch should be what i go with now yep
0: All right. <laughs> it's like uh, when you I, it's it's such a strange transition when you think about it. You're like, yeah, that's some nice subtle notes of this, you know, whatever. And then you're like, I mean, I'm in the mood for a bonfire, just a drink, a bonfire. I <laughs> oh, do still have some
2: Lagavulin, although not, <laughs> not nearly enough.
0: Yeah,
1: but it's just yeah. funny,
0: like the the trend, the the odd uh, leap that you take
1: there. They still have the Offerman Reserve uh, Lagavulin. I need to get a bottle. Yeah. Sorry, chat. Alright, well Yeah.
0: Well, we learned a lot about Centauri today Which is actually just like <laughs> There was a lot of moments of like,
1: what? And we all had a good uh, circle jerk about Habiki. Mm.
0: And we
2: got to butcher a language we don't normally get to butcher on yeah. show well,
1: But you know what? It wasn't as bad, I feel like
0: as I mean, nothing compares to our butchering of German or. Uh... We really should
2: take some German classes I
1: had German, German classes to... I had German classes for three years Didn't help Didn't help
0: What's, what's the other one we just simply cannot Spanish. do? Well.
1: Like, Spain Spanish. We oh, just yeah. butchered that. Fair. And, the, like, in, you know, any skin. When we were talking language. about port, no, we just we laid it to Oh, it.
0: Italian. Yeah that's, yeah. that's bad. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> well, on that note. <laughs> yeah. If you want to subscribe it. at this point. Yeah, you well, if you want to, you can subscribe and get
2: some great resources at haveadrinkshow.com, or you can follow us at haveadrinkshow on social media and Twitch. Learn along with us as our our dumb brains mispronounce things, and uh, we try to do it while drunk. Uh, you, also, you can tell us your favorite drink, ask a question, or just leave some general feedback. Uh, you can use the email email address feedback at haveadrinkshow.com, or you can just use, just use the feedback page on the website.
1: Yes, and all joking and fun aside, I'd like to remind everyone to please drink responsibly. When I'm drinking straight gin, I'm at home and I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Indeed.
0: All right. I'm
2: too I'm too old for that nonsense anymore. <laughs> mm.
0: True yeah. words. Uh, all right. Well, uh, you can check us out again next time for the uh, next live episode here at twitch.tv/slash a drink show.
1: And once again, I'm Brittany Lee Walker. I'm Justin Frazier. And I'm Christopher Walker. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Enjoyed this program. (laughs)